Welcome to the Corridor Cast. You might notice how, if you're viewing this podcast, everyone's wearing robes. Well, that's because when you're an influencer and you influence too hard, sometimes you need an influencer robe to chill out. Yes. And therefore, we have our chill out robes on, sent to us courtesy of influential companies. All right. We, wow. What a start. What a start. Um, can can so, we get more chill? Uh, this is the chill cast. We've never done a chill cast before, but there's a couple rules to the chill cast, okay? Number one, your, the volume of your voice cannot get too high. Certain okay? decibel if, count. Yeah. If, if, if everyone else is like, yo, chill out, you have to chill out, right? Sounds great. And then if everyone is like, hey, so... You know, how do you how do you feel about this? Then you have to be like, well, you know, you have to start everything with well, you know, mm. or something like that. I don't know. You can't or get just too yawn. fired up about anything. That's that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah. I think we need more of this chill because the world's pretty crazy right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, you know, there's a lot of hot takes going around. I mean, remember when you first put on that robe, Nick, and you put it on to defend to fend off you know, creator burnout. Yeah, dude. My depression went away instantly. <laughs> you put it on when you were in the winter, <laughs> the winter of a creator burnout. Yeah, man. So YouTube, we, we, we get the, these boxes from YouTube. <laughs> Wasn't this, didn't we think it was the play button oh, wait. twice? <laughs> yes, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> we, let me, so wait, let me get, I have a box. Let me go get it. It's got what they sent us this year. Okay, and oh, I don't think I've ooh. ever shown these on camera. Live unboxing. When, yeah, let me go get it real quick. That's super chill. So just some backstory. YouTube likes to send its top creators. Um, I, I don't know if we qualify anymore, but apparently we do. But they like to send you gifts every year. So a couple of years ago, we, we had just passed a million subscribers on the crew channel. And there's a video about this. You can go watch it. It's pretty funny. But... We kept expecting to get this play button and like these boxes kept arriving and they contained robes and other sorts of funny <laughs> like little other gifts. And it was such like a buzzkill every time. But it was pretty. They was gave pretty us funny. creator burnout cream for like yeah, they gave us like face cream. It was the weirdest. All right. So <laughs> these ones, these are the these are the cool creator burnout pajamas that they sent us this what? year. What? Yeah, they, they, they sent us like these fancy boxes try it on first jake within these boxes step into the other room step into the other room do you want me to go off camera and put these on to turn into jammies we're we're all wearing our our cozies man you know all right i'm gonna i'm gonna put these on in the corner and then i'm gonna come back in these jammies that i've never worn okay all right we're gonna be ready yeah we'll be here man recline 45 degrees here here i go okay there he goes do you think it's a onesie I hope it's a onesie. Or a two-piece. <laughs> I feel like onesies two are coming piece, back. Two-piece pajamas aren't very chill. That's like... That's like uppity. It's like 50s vibes. Mm, yeah, with the lapels. Yeah. Remember yeah. The, they used to wear like nightcaps to sleep? And then, <laughs> like and, the 1850s? <laughs> I have never once gone to sleep and been like, man, I really wish I was wearing a hat right now. I'd be perfect. <laughs> and then in the cartoons, they'd be like... And Dude, then the thing like it's flickers. Apparently, I mean, it's because people used to live in these homes that had no heating, so yeah. it'd be cold as f Imagine in their homes. Imagine if you were bald and winter air was just coming through your oh, cabin dude. logs. Oh yeah, and like you don't want to keep the fire going. I mean, you could, but you know, it could get really smoky in there. <laughs> um, so yeah, you'd wear an, a nice little nightcap. There it is. Wow. All right, y'all. Dude, I'm just what a creator. I'm just chilling in my creator burnout jammies. Wait, is there a onesie or a two-piece? <laughs> it's a two-piece. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But still, check these out, yo. I'm going to be honest. Dude. I was not expecting that. You look <laughs> super chill right now, dude. Join the party, I, man. I opened the box and I said the exact same thing. I said, <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I was not expecting this. I'm not sure what to do with this, but these are way too cool. 
for me. They you fit know? you good. I'll just stick with the cutoff jean shorts and a t-shirt. Thank you. Don't sell yourself short, Jake. Come on. <laughs> Spe- <laughs> speaking of cool, we have a new member of the cast with us today. Everybody that's welcome right. Oh, that's right. Everyone <laughs> welcome Griffin. That's right. We haven't even talked about who's here because we've been so chillin'. Yeah, so we're too chill. What the chillest way to bring in someone? You know? That's right. We we got Nick, we got Jordan, and of course, new member Griffin. Have you ever been on the cast before? I've never been on the the podcast before. Crazy. Hmm. Been here, been here for a little while, but um, well, welcome. Yeah, it's never happened. Welcome, you welcome, welcome. It's from making thumbnails. I mean, I have to say, like coming in on the the chill cast is really nice because I was. Little nervous. I was like, okay, what are we gonna be talking about? Is it gonna be one of those crazy big conversations? Are we gonna be talking about like really in depth filmmaking stuff and I'm gonna have to be just on it the whole time? No. We're chilling, we're listening to thumb piano, we're in robes. Like Yeah. You yeah. don't have to say anything. Is that tea you're drinking? Yeah. This is cold brew coffee. Even better. I mean, come on, you know Griffin. I do know Griffin. It's, it's 60 milligrams cold, of cold brew is the chillest coffee. So chill. Griffin, what's the most Red Bull you've ever drank in a day? <laughs> oh, geez, dude. In 24 I'm hours. Guess, I'm guess nine. <laughs> Probably around there. I mean, nine Red Bulls. A couple months ago, I was like coming in and drinking two four packs a day. <laughs> so that's like, dude. <laughs> That's why we were going through them <laughs> so fast. No, yeah. I like felt bad. I would like, Son, be, like that is not good them. for you, dude. I've come in dude. and straight up seen Griffin in the morning. He's like, oh, another morning. Oh, no, he opens two, two, open two and he goes like this and he into pours a cup. Him, yeah, he pours them in the same cup. Yeah, dude, Son. it's not. It's not chill. And I feel like I'm feeding his addiction because guess who puts in the Red Bull orders? Right, mm-hmm. and then we're like, Jordan, we need more Red Bull, please. Yeah, and then order. You know, yeah. See him in cardiac arrest one day. Mm-hmm. It's just Griffin just oh, starts yeah. freaking out and throwing chairs. You, you were <laughs> drinking, so you were drinking two pints of Red Bull a day. Oh, God. That sounds about right. Yeah, and I'd usually have a cup of coffee in the morning before I'd come to work. So, did you notice any uh, residual effects from this sort of habit? Um, not this time around. I I go through every once in a while. My my caffeine intake gets really really bad. Yeah. And then I'll have to kind of, you know, chill out on it. Mm. What do um, you consider to be bad? Well, there was in about... Um, like milligrams a day. Can you give me an estimate? I I can't give you milligrams a day, but I used Pints. to be a two pot of coffee a day drinker. And like, it got to, like my eyes started twitching. <laughs> and full, shit, like, oh, during the middle I gotta of the do day. math on that. Full pots of coffee? Yeah, like t- like uh, 10, 10 cup pots. It has to be like 600 wow. milligrams of caffeine. 10 Jeez. cup Pots, yeah. So twenty cups of coffee. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was drinking twenty cups of coffee. <laughs> That's twelve hundred mil. How much caffeine can kill you? Look this up really quick. I think about this every day. There, yeah, I'm just gonna Google this been real people quick. People who died of just having heart attacks from caffeine. I'm like, I was worried for you when you're at your peak, man. Yeah, well, you, you get into these cycles where it's like, you get really tired, so you drink a bunch of caffeine because you you need to keep going. And then you wake up the next day even more tired and like, yeah, it, you're just going to have to have a day or two where you're just real tired and you get out from under it. And cause you, you can't keep that up forever. Like, that's not good. I just all. watched a TED talk over the weekend about the effects of alcohol and caffeine on your brain when you're sleeping. And, you know, you'll drink a glass of wine before bed and you think that you're sleeping enough because you don't wake up or you don't remember it. But what you're not getting is your it's like the REM sleep mm-hmm. or the mm. oh, the rapid eye sleep yeah. is what they call it. You're not getting it. And you REM? like you, yeah. you wake up feeling groggy and you're like, oh, but I slept enough. So you don't correlate it to the alcohol and the caffeine. But then you wake up and you're like, oh, well, now I need two cups of coffee. Now I need three cups of coffee. Oh, yeah. But you're not correlating to the fact that you're just overdoing the caffeine because it's just right in your brain. That's something that. OK, uh, here, we here we go, guys. Death by <laughs> caffeine is rare. But one study uh, identified 51 caffeine-related deaths um, and 14 of 26 caffeine overdose reports resulted in death. Okay, so how much caffeine did they drink? Um, Many of these caffeine-related deaths were associated with exposure on the order of 10 grams of caffeine or more. 
not milligrams, 10 grams of oh. caffeine. Oh, man. <laughs> I wonder... One person who died ingested 51 grams wow. of caffeine. You see, that sounds like one of those people who, like, sees that you can buy powdered caffeine on Amazon, and they're like, hoo, 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 I'm gonna, I wonder if I did a line of this, Let's like, go. nothing bad could happen. It, it can. <laughs> That's a now, thousand. Now one gram is a thousand milligrams, so... If you are drinking 600, if you're drinking 1,200 uh, milligrams of caffeine a day, that's still only 1.2 grams. So their heart obviously just stopped. That's still a ton of caffeine, but a very unhealthy amount. Do not recommend. It's not chill. So you're you're doing good, Griffin. Yeah, Griffin, you need to chill out, man. Well, he's doing better than those people. I mean, I drink mm. I drink two to three cups of coffee a day now. That's very healthy. I drink, but on top of yeah, Red Bull. I'm the same way now, man. I drink about two, two to three. That that feels like a good four, amount, like five. Yeah, there's about sixty milligrams of caffeine in a cup of coffee. So you're talking mm. one eighty to two under under two fifty, roughly, Six. depending on how how big your cups are. Man. Dean cut out caffeine altogether. He's I like know. two months in. To That's no crazy. That guy's yeah. crazy, though. You can't get. Did he cut out sugar yet? No, he didn't. Oh, no, but no, he no, came no. to me and he, and he told me, he's like, I've noticed no difference. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I wonder if it's just more like the lasting long term effects. Like caffeine's super like harsh on like the heart, the bladder, yeah. the mind, the teeth. I mean, it's always good, I guess, to be not reliant oh, on more on things. Coffee's bad on not caffeine. You know? Yeah. But, uh, so Griffin. Yeah. Let's get into this. You are a full-time YouTube thumbnail artist. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's... Yeah, Griffin, Griffin, you've never <laughs> been on the thumbnail. There, you've never been on the uh, the podcast, but you've made all the thumbnails. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what is this like for you Magnificent. Right it's kind of weird because I'm thinking about like, oh, I'm going to have to cut my own face out later and, and put it on the <laughs> thumbnail. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here, the first time. Why don't you just give yourself a nice asset to use right now? All right, here we go. Yeah, I always <laughs> straight have to, to camera. like... Yeah, right, straight, straight in the camera. Where's the camera? Let's Where? make your job easy on yourself. You're the third, yeah. Oh, that's a good uh, one. Go. That's I'm a great sad. one. You know, I will so, say when you do my faces, I feel like you're always adding like five extra pounds to my face. Ooh, don't I'm, I look? Don't I look a little chubbier tool, yeah, in the face? Like the smudge when, tool. Yeah, it's all in the face, Jordan. Yeah, that's what I've noticed. I mean, I, I'm sorry if you're if you're unhappy <laughs> with the faces I'm choosing. I always do go out of my way to try and find what I consider to be flattering pictures of everyone. So I'm just, I just look like that. No, that's fine. That's just, that's what I needed to know. <laughs> that's real. That's real good. Can you do like a softening pass on my skin too? You know, just. <laughs> Yeah, moisturize you just tone me up a little bit. <laughs> but Griffin, I think the question that would be would be useful to ask is is how how do you how did you get to a point in your life where you make thumbnails primarily for a living? Uh, you make other stuff too, obviously. I don't want to decredit that. You make all kinds of other art, but you know, like half of your workload is thumbnails. Did you ever and imagine yourself doing this? Yeah. And then a follow-up question would be, uh, what do you do to, like, perfect this craft? But let's start with the first one. How did you uh, get to this point? Um, I got to this point basically by just continually taking the next step that seemed fun at the time. I absolutely never would have imagined that this would be my career after four or five years out of college, like yeah. I wanted to design skateboard decks when Whoa. I was 21 and That's like cool. full size ones. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> or finger skateboards, you know, or, or album art. Like I wanted to be somewhere totally different, but I just kept getting, you know, I'd get, I got my first job out of college was uh, a marketing job, a very white collar, very dull, but very, you know, stable, decent job. Mm-hmm. I got hired somewhere else, kept going down the advertising track ended up in YouTube because I had um, some photo composite chops from previous jobs. I had some marketing chops and like 
I just kept going for things that seemed interesting. And like sometimes a job, I would get into it and I'd be like, oh, this actually is not at all what I want to do. And sometimes you leave a job and you know, oh, well, these are the aspects that I liked about that. And these are the aspects I didn't. And so I've just kept going after what seems like it'll be fun. Like I don't have like a, an exact plan that, you know, everything will work out perfect. It's just. What was your degree in? Sorry, just, I'm just I'm curious. Yeah, I got a BFA in illustration. Okay. Nice. I thought you were going to say like geology or something. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got a minor in geology. No <laughs> it's funny you say that. Dude. <laughs> wow, that's random. I, um, yeah. Another story. So, uh, <laughs> so Griffin skateboard decks. Samples. Let's talk about skateboard decks for a second. Pretty cool. Can you design one for everyone in the studio? Um, can he or like, will he? <laughs> but like, we could do that, you know, and then we could put them on the wall. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd and be everyone could everyone could have their own custom deck design. You already know what's gonna be on mine. That'd be, you know what? Let's um, <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> let Let's have a meeting. Let's have a meeting about that after Son of a Dungeon wraps. How about that? That would. Let's that'd do be, that, man. That'd be fun, that, man. That would no, be no, no, really no. cool. Let's let's make him do this while he's doing. I feel like job. that request sums really up Griffin's job here. It's like, hey, Griffin, can you just like uh, design a skateboard deck for everyone in the studio so we can put them on the wall real quick? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I'm just, oh my god, I'm just, I'm just like, uh, I'm not going to do negative self talk because we're being chill today, but I'm just. I will always say yes and always be like, of course I can do that. And then like, as they're walking away, I'm like, ah. So I, that's why we're going to wait till after Son of a Dungeon. You open that's... your private Photoshop file and like Photoshop is dead. <laughs> nah, dude. Not chill. Not that is Relax. so not chill. Like, you need to chill out, dude. Oh. Okay, here, let me recline for a bit. Okay. We, Griffin, we just, I just did this to you penal last, last week on the Instagram, on the Instagram story uh, buttons. Yeah, are those up, up now? Yeah, those yeah. are up. Right. You guys I, just posted those? I threw a screenshot in the... Uh, in let the me see. Oh, no. it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't click Chef's on them yet. Chef's kiss. Not many, Chef's kiss. That. that looks good. So, Griffin... Is it true you wow. worked for The Onion before working here? I did work for The Onion and Clickhole um, for a brief time in 2017 and 2018. Okay. Did you just do all those wacky photoshops in their articles? Because there's some I, great ones. That's like my favorite part about The Onion. I, I did a couple a couple notable ones. I I worked in the editorial side for, I think, two or three months, and then I got moved to sponsored content. Um, but there are a couple notable ones like, um, some of my better ones were for click hole, like, um, God, what was it? Inspiring. This inner city teacher gained 75 pounds so that his students could have a big belly to play with. <laughs> and, um, I read that article. It's really I, good I, photo- I photoshopped a, a picture of Mitch McConnell um, dragging an office chair through the the Capitol building and scratching up all the floors. <laughs> that was a weird, weird job, man. That was a weird job. I'm, I've been a ton of like, I was I was Michael Flynn. I was um, a bunch of like random. <laughs> politicians and then they would just like cut my my head off and like put the politician's oh head God. on my body you're like you yeah. do this one i'm too close just, to it <laughs> <laughs> they just need to put you in a cornflower blue shirt and a tie and then you're it. good to go yeah. yeah pretty i mean there there are a lot of people in politics with my body i will say that yeah, <laughs> just that little. Did you got that politician see, bod? See this, s- this slender bod, just without the tattoos. <laughs> yeah, you had to cover those up. With a bunch of politicians. Hey, who do you tattoos. think the first president is going to be with tattoos? Do you think Dude. that's going to happen at any point, President Brody? Hey, but what if like we just haven't seen <laughs> the president tattoos? Trent. <laughs> okay, I, I mean like uh, Kanye you know. West. <laughs> Like an open, uh, like a, an obvious tattoo. 
Mm. You know, like a neck tattoo. Six nine is that is that too much of a stretch? <laughs> Kanye. <laughs> Kanye. Yeah. I think Kanye's just like, president. He's most viable pro <laughs> he's most viable product for president with tattoo at the moment. You're like, yeah. absolutely. He was. He definitely got close. <laughs> he got a couple votes for sure. Yeah, he got close. <laughs> <laughs> he got oh closer than six nine. <laughs> he got closer than, six, closer nine. than me. He got so close. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Now, you've probably tried other landscaping techniques on your body, but what you probably haven't done is tried one with a precision engineered tool like Manscaped's Lawnmower 4.0. That's right, they've just introduced the fourth generation of their premier bodyscaping trimmer. It's a sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving time easy and enjoyable. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade, which reduces accidents while grooming through their advanced skin safe technology. That's right, and the Lawnmower 4.0 even has additional grooming guards, sizes one through four, so you can customize the length and style of your particular cut. Oh, and did I mention it has wireless charging? Pretty great. They even added an LED flashlight so that it's a little bit easier to see down there when you know you're, you're doing your business. So if you're interested in getting a better groin and body trimmer by a tool and a company that's built specifically for this purpose, consider heading over to manscaped.com and using the code CORRIDORCAST20 to get 20% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping. So thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring today's episode. And now back to the podcast. Um, so... Griffin, uh, can, can I real? Can we realistically do these skateboard decks though, or is this something that you don't want to do anymore? I'm just trying to play. You said hmm. when you're 21, you wanted to design skateboard decks. Well, this is a chance to do it. We're gonna give you your dream you know, job. It's about living out your dreams, Griffin. Getting like getting more chances to just make cool art on the clock. Like, yes, I will definitely go for that. Or what about an idea? We do daily. Or every other day, or like weekly comic decks. strips on the website, and it's just like three panel dry humor Griffin jokes, <gasps> you know, with like Ooh. it's like dry humor brought to you by Jordan and Griffin with stick figure animation or stick figure type drawings, and then like little little jokes, you know, like a newspaper Ooh. article. Maybe we we could we could talk more about that. Maybe not I daily have, though. That's a lot. Right? I, da daily I have, would be a lot. <laughs> yeah. I have one on my fridge that Wendy and I laminated. It's a it's a coffee cup, and it's a, it's an anim it's a anamorphic you... coffee cup, right? It's got eyes and a nose and hands and stuff. And then there's a traveling mug, and it's also, uh, you know, got eyes and nose and, and stuff. And it's looking there. It's a couple, and the coffee oh. mug is looking at the traveling mug, and it's saying, "You're never home." Hey, <laughs> can you do that, Griffin? Can you do that? At My first, God. at first, I thought the punchline was that they were a couple. <laughs> There's layers to this. There is layers. That's maybe that's our follow up. I feel like mm -hmm. you could do it if we just like put you in an office, like a sunny office with a whole pot of coffee for like the first half of every day. <laughs> yeah. Dude, then build me could, a basement here. Yeah. I'll, move, I'll move my plant next to you. Give you all the good vibes. Like, yeah, you need like an eccentric like plant and stone and book yeah. vibe. Like one office. of those airy yeah. places, yeah. airy hipster vibes. I feel like I mean, can can we just take the the back supply closet that's like and just like sure. put me in there with like one light bulb? I I kind of need to like cave up. Okay, you're oh, a cave you guy. I'm definitely a you cave dweller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we keep the coal back there and the fake blood? Yeah, okay. absolutely. That's even better. That's a good aesthetic. Only yeah. if after every render you complete back there, you come out like screaming like a monkey, like <laughs> and you hold oh, it up. Oh, I know? will. I will. <laughs> you have a, you have a physical representation of it that you can put in people's faces. <laughs> you have yourself a deal there, Jake. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, we can we can clear out the back closet for you. You mean I can? <laughs> yeah. I will get Damn. right on that. Called out. Called out. <laughs> so hey, Griffin. the man wants the boneyard. What can we do, you know? Give him the boneyard. Give him the bones. Hmm. Oh, that back. What, what would you say? Okay, you're the expert on this, and it's something 
that I think is very important to making online content. What is what what are the most important things about a YouTube thumbnail that Yes. I mean, I'm sure you've learned a lot while being here, but I know you also had experience before coming here. Across the board, what would you say is like if you're trying to make a hot clickable YouTube thumbnail, what do you do? Um I'd say honestly the most important aspect and it's one that we I don't think we think about a lot because we have it pretty locked in for our channels is getting the the tone right mm. because there have been times when we've or I should say I because I'm the one making it so I should own it like there have been times that I've I've missed the mark tonally and you can see a pretty dramatic drop in views sometimes and what I mean by the tone is like if I'm going on YouTube to look at sweet videos of blue whales, I'm going to look for just like a nice still image of a blue whale underwater, mm -hmm. the little yellow National Geographic logo. And I'm going to go, you know, this looks like it's going to be just some sweet video of blue whales. I'm not going to be looking for like a blue whale, you know, with the saturation crunched up and a white outline and like, <laughs> what this animal will shock you like if I see that I'm probably gonna go like well that doesn't really fit what I'm looking for so like same you're with whatever kind vibe. of content you're making chill if you're making you know I would categorize corridor crew as like um fun educational pretty funny a lot of the time um and I don't know, youthful maybe. I don't I don't know what other words to to go with, but like we definitely tend to go with like kind of, you know, bright colors. Yeah. Nice, clear imagery, people having fun. And so when you when you see a corridor crew thumbnail, you I, I at least hope get the sense of like, oh, this is gonna be like this group of goofballs who know what they're doing and they have a blast doing it. Yeah. And so it's if if you're trying to make your own thumbnails for your own channel, just try to pick imagery that reflects what you make because if you aren't representing that then the, the people who you're trying to attract might not find your video yeah yeah and I, I think that's a valuable right? lesson for mm -hmm. sure youtube's hard yeah. though man it's hard because i find i see a lot of channels like smaller channels i follow they do their best to keep their thumbnails very like you know, like their videos are educational, like history channels or whatever. You know, it's like we're talking about serious stuff. I'm a scholar, so I'm going to keep my thumbnails very scholarly and like kind of plain, but very like educational. And I feel like you always need to add like 20 percent zaniness into anything on YouTube, even if like because then you see other channels who are doing the same thing and they have that zaniness. Yeah. Whether it's, it's like. Whole it's that whole unanswered question element yeah. to the thumbnail. You know, you pose a question that maybe necessarily people didn't know would be asked is that mystery element. Dare I say clickbait element. Well, mm. so okay, mm. so that's a great mm. segue because today Derek from Veritasium released a video uh called We Need to Talk About Clickbait and he uh basically breaks down how his realization over time um, was kind of two aspects. One, uh, he when he was too when he was too truthful and with withheld information about it's more about withholding information than it is about being mm. truthful. The truth aspect is about picking what thing you know. But I'll talk about the first one first, and that's uh, you. You, you cannot withhold, like, the most important aspects of the content in the thumbnail. If, if the most important aspect of the content isn't in the thumbnail, then you're going to lose viewers. Because mm. you're mm -hmm. not, you haven't, you haven't crossed the threshold into, like, in peaking interest. But then, obviously, you can take that too far. Say your video is about, you know, uh, Santa Claus and you don't even have an image of them in the thumbnail, well, obviously, you know, that's going to be a problem. But then you take it to the other side when you get into clickbait, which is the word, you know, that, that everyone hates, 
because clickbait is associated with now you click on something, but it you but immediately, right? It's not there's no follow through. It's like mm-hmm. the image that you saw and the title, the, the thing that you clicked on that you wanted to see does not pay off in the video. It's a lie. Yeah. And so there's a line between like stretching how much interest you can peak with somebody versus also keeping it uh, truthful to what your video is actually about. And that's all, that's always the line that we're, we're, we're playing with, right? Because you want to try to have it be as attractive to the most amount of viewers as possible. Yeah. Well, at the same time, following through on the promise of the premise that you're presenting to somebody, to somebody. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what his video is about. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I got to watch that, man. That sounds... You should. It's how really relevant. Good. Yeah. yeah. He does. He does. I mean, it's kind of like a master class for people who are looking to start their YouTube channel. It's like, mm. it's, it's, it's a pretty incredible video. Yeah. Yeah. When he was changed his asteroid thumbnail, I, I can't remember what the first thumb was, but the second yeah. one was like, asteroids you should watch out for. He's just like, oh, yeah. top 10 up. asteroids you should watch out well, for. Well, it's funny because that that uh, thumbnail that he uses for that video now, let me see if I can pull it up. He gained an extra 9 million views. He changed the thumbnail These are the three asteroids days later. to worry about. Okay, so check out that video. It's called These Are the Asteroids to Worry About. It's on Derek's Veritasium channel. And then tell me how similar that is to Ren's scale of the universe mm. thumbnail they're very similar um oh, right. but what each of them do and i'm not saying you know we have some sort of right to that type of thumbnail or anything like this is you know he made a great video and he got more people to view it by having a bang and thumbnail so that's yeah. good um but it, it the thing that that one does is it immediately poses the scale of the asteroids to the scale of earth mm-hmm. in the same image it gives you that information mm-hmm. in the thumbnail. Yeah. Right. It doesn't withhold it. And it feels like you're getting attacked by the asteroid. You're like, oh, I should probably look on this. My life's endangered by an asteroid that's yeah. not even here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. that's. But it's an interesting way to look at it, you know, and with the idea of, like, are you withholding information or are you adding information that you're not actually paying off? And where, where, in those, where on each of those spectrums are you? Yeah, I think that's where we we do an okay job of drawing the line. Is we never, I mean, clickbait. Sure, like we're in the business of clicks. Of course, they're going to try to bait people into clicking. Like I don't think that's really a negative thing. Yeah. But usually we don't. I can't think of a time when we've put something in a thumb where it hasn't actually been in a video. Like, yeah, we we try to at least like mm-hmm. we try to make it worth your while. It's like yeah. well, we want you to click, but. Because we we think you're going to really like this video, yeah. yeah. Not because you guys thought about it with the with the lightsaber video a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah we discussed good. it. We discussed the, the merits of including uh, old and old and young Luke Skywalker in that. But ultimately, that does, like you were saying in our conversation about that, that thumbnail does represent what that video ultimately begins I think with, so. which is the question of the evolution of the lightsaber over time best represented by luke skywalker mm-hmm. holding a lightsaber yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting to see like perspectives though because sam was like yeah i just watched a video on youtube that had a visual that i never got to see in the video and he was like wait, wait, wait like did i miss that part and he was like scrubbing back through it because he thought yeah. he missed it it's mm-hmm. so like, i guess i could see how people would be like that's annoying yeah oh it's very annoying i mean it, i guess it gets yeah. you know interaction and it gets more watch time maybe for people i don't know but um i think a really like a really helpful way to think about it is like something and i think i've i've said it in the company chat probably a bunch of times but like a thing that i always try to keep in mind that i've picked up like from my my time in advertising is like good and bad marketing is like you don't want to try and trick people into looking at something. You want to help the people who you're pretty sure will want this find it. Mm-hmm. Cause like people, yeah. people hate being sold to like, I, I hate when I see a commercial, I'm like, Oh, you're pandering to me so hard right now. But mm-hmm. like, 
you don't need to like trick people into buying stuff. It's like there's people, there are some people out there, no matter what you make, who are going to be interested in what you have. Help them find what you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good that's point. A, I think that's really good advice. Because, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's it always feels cheap when somebody is is pandering to you, you know, no matter the context. Um, I'm trying to look up the analytics for the uh, uh, Ren competes to win Clint's CGI contest video because we cha- we recently changed the thumbnail mm. in that um, in in that piece. And I think there's too much data now to see if there was any true bump yeah. in viewership. But um, that's another interesting thing that comes up in that video, in, the, in, in Derek's video, is he's saying how often they'll go back, they'll have two to three, sometimes four thumbnails, and they'll just change them out if, like, it's underperforming mm-hmm. and, you know, see if any of them do anything. Yeah. Um, I remember he was talking about a- that. He was basically saying like people would think like, oh, you guys are trying to get your viewers to re watch it, re-click on it. And he was like, No, no, no. We're trying to get people who haven't seen the video to come and click mm-hmm. on it. It has nothing to do with tricking people to rewatch it. It's all about yeah. why is this video showing five million less than usual? Let's get those five yeah, million. Yeah, and that I think that's a technique that we don't use maybe nearly enough, honestly, is like the idea of Hey, can we change out these thumbs if if a video is not performing? <laughs> Kevin's like, no, 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 we do it, we do it, we do it, we do it. <laughs> He's like, we chill, 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 chill. <laughs> Griffin, no, wait, can you Griffin, squeeze Griffin. in? <laughs> can you just squeeze in? Another you have thumbnail? to make what five assets per video? Yeah. Here, wait. Well, yeah. So, so what are they? Um, how, YouTube how, thumbnail, website okay. thumbnail, app thumbnail, uh, website hero image app hero image Dang. and apparently now youtube <laughs> thumbnail two youtube thumbnail three <laughs> yeah but no there, there are definitely times when it's like there's a thumbnail like a video that comes out and sometimes you do everything right and you still do not quite as well as you'd hoped but there's definitely times when it's like ah, oh, you know what i wonder if we just tweaked the text in this thumbnail if it would mm-hmm. if it would mm-hmm. help out and we could do we could do more of that. Yeah, I mean that's a very I think important aspect. I mean you have the image in the thumbnail, but you also have the title pairing, and you have the I mean we often do an in thumbnail caption. So there's like the three that we're always thinking about, like and mm-hmm. how do they all pair with each other? Like you don't want to pair a Merlot with you know some cheddar Cheez-Its or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? No, or like white. Wait, you don't. That's what I do all Merlot. the time. <laughs> Come on, Jake. <laughs> Shit. Just gets the slurpy cup of Merlot. Speaking of Cheez-Its. Speaking of Cheez-Its, or little cheesy snacks. Even though they're gold. Um, yeah. Wait a minute. But, j- j- okay, so I'll bring this up. I'll bring this up I mean, after this. Often I think I think the caption, I mean, look at the satisfying render challenges. I feel like the caption, the this is so satisfying, is mm-hmm. like the most eye-catching thing about those thumbnails. Like And the faces of Sam and Nico. The those... faces are good, but the, the caption contextualizes the faces. Yes. Because right. that face could be anything. That could be Sam, you know, right. pooping. scared, pooping, uh, or anything. Yeah. yeah. Right. But uh, so I don't know. It's always a balance. We're always trying to, and and if one of those aspects is off, then like there's this, this imbalance. Imbalance yeah. exactly. In, it in also it also comes down to like finding what works for you. You know, and and this True. this applies to mm-hmm. a lot of different aspects in the artistic process and in other processes as well. But you know. Like, don't just, I mean, we've seen the other day I was throwing up uh, one of the thumbnails that I found um, onto the Discord, and it was people who had taken the world's longest lightsaber video mm-hmm. and then, like, re, re basically reshot it, <laughs> but did I the exact that. same framing and used the same VFX element that we have in ours and then yeah. re named it something like super similar or even the exact same video title and then did that pay off at all i think it that video i believe has nothing to do let me just type it in world's longest lightsaber 
world's longest. I mean, I would it's honestly like just feel flattered. Video. Yeah, that, that's like a compliment. Okay, though. yes, here it is. Here it is. Okay. I found it. Uh, okay. This video is about him playing some Star Wars game. Uh, but the thumbnail is literally him going, oh, in the corner. And then he retook a picture of himself doing the exact same pose that Nico's doing, photoshopped him over Nico, wow. and then added extra flames to the to the jet. And and, and it's called the world's longest lightsaber. I assume at some point in this 17-minute video, Jesus. he attempts to create a world's longest lightsaber in-game, but I, you know, could just be total clickbait. Um, Insane. And then there's another one, mm. GTA 5, the longest lightsaber ever, guys doing the exact same thing. Uh... And then there's another one that I found where literally it's this, it's just these, it's like these Indian bros and they're just, they just recreate the entire video, but like they shoot their own version of it and they call it the exact same thing. Whoa. You know, what's crazy is I get a lot of emails that I have to look through that are about people wanting us to pay them to make our thumbnails. And I'm like, have you looked at our YouTube channel? I was like, (laughs) well, they're just spamming. They're just trying to get... But they, like, know. really think they're like, we can help your workload. And I'm like, well, Griffin would probably love that. I'm like, Griffin's doing the best. And people are copying our thumbnails. Yeah, it's like, I don't think just we send wanted... them that email right back. Yeah. And just be like, no, we can help you. We can help you. You just start freaking outsourcing me. We've got a guy. <laughs> we, we got, got a guy expert. named Griffin. We got a Griffin, you want him. more work? He doesn't have oh, enough to do. <laughs> He's making way too much coffee. But my point with that whole spiel about the world's longest lightsaber mm-hmm. is if you look at, like, you know, each channel who I guess is respected by the rest of the community, you can see that they each have their own style. Like, they all, yeah, they all utilize similar techniques, you know, isolation, don't withhold information, try to make it the most intriguing you can, you know, pique the interest of the viewer, all that stuff, and don't lie. But at the same time, they all have their sort of individual elements that no other channel is doing. And that's a, like an interesting thing to note, too, is like much in the same way as like, you know, you have two guitarists or, or what, what have you, um, two filmmakers. In the same way, you, you can have two different artists, you know, graphic artists who are mm-hmm. going to give you this. It, the product is going to accomplish the exact same thing, but in terms of like look at it over time and extrapolate it over time, you're going to see very consistently like this is this style. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I don't think people consider that at first. They just go, oh, well, this this worked, so I'll just mm-hmm. copy this. But there's a difference between taking cues and taking information that people give you what for what you know works for them and taking that into your like toolbox and just aping somebody's style. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think it might, like, say it does good one time, they copy someone's swag, but you don't yeah. really get retention with that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. you know. Yeah. So don't but be derivative. It's... There's another lesson for thumbnails. Yeah. Create your own pattern, you know, mm-hmm. and stand out. Or be, be um, 80% derivative, but 20% original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's yeah only if you're making lightsaber related videos that have to do with cutting planes in half though so. <laughs> you know what's you know something really funny that i noticed um we were having a conversation at one point a couple of weeks ago about the similarity similarities and differences between film posters and thumbnails mm. and how in a lot of ways there's a lot of similarities like you know readable from a distance gives you an idea of what you're in for if you watch this wants to get you excited mm-hmm. and after that conversation i started to notice in a lot of like film posters and like billboards for films and tv around town them literally using like thumbnail making techniques mm-hmm. like i can't remember the name of the show but i was um driving down olympic and there was this like billboard for a show and i noticed the person in the billboard had the whites of their eyes like mm-hmm. fully blown out, like mm-hmm. painted white, like you would for a thumbnail. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I like, almost Whoa. any poster you see these days, and I mean, even back in the day, 
has some sort of massive face in it, or that's the main compositional element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you sure. think that those like quote more janky aspects that we yet you get away with on the tiny thumbnail size are now becoming like more relevant to all imagery because yeah. of just the I think it like, depends on what the utility is for the image. I mean, usually we're actually working with a, a post artist who does a lot of like like he does a lot of stuff that you'll see on like streaming services and he was explaining how you know, he has to make like three versions. He has to make one mobile for the streaming mobile, just like you're saying. He has to do one for like, you know, when you're just scrolling through on Amazon Prime and your TV's on the other wall and it's like, you know, effectively this big. Mm-hmm. And then he has to make one that's meant to be on a wall where people are staring at it like, you know, huge. Yeah. Like, cause it's right like in front of them. Like you're in the movie theater. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's different compositional elements that they deliberately or they deliberately add into each one of those, you know, mm-hmm. as you would. I think the janky stuff starts coming in when it's small, like a thumbnail because yeah. people don't notice it. And it's all about what pops. Billboards um, and thumbnails are definitely like, even when you think of how many words are supposed to go on there, I think it was like no more than like seven or something. I took an advertising class and we had to make billboards. Mm, yeah. And if your okay. sentence was too long, she would like, that's an automatic like, yeah. Let her down. She's like, no one. She's like, who is going down the street and can read two sentences worth of stuff? And I was like, no, no. you're right. And no when one wants to sit there and read that for a thumbnail. You either. pull your car over. Yeah, because you have to finish reading. Wait, hold on, mom. <laughs> hey, kids, are you interested in that one? Okay, okay, all right. Let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> By sentence three, again. you're like, oh, that's not for me. <laughs> God, I I got to make one billboard in my life so far, well, and it was. It was super simple. It was really boring, but mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes it's more about like getting like, especially in advertising, like getting the objective across. Yeah. And it's like, in this case, it was like tagline, logo, phone number. Yeah. That's it. I, you know, what's it's crazy. I billboard. made a billboard and it went up. No, sh- really? Well, yeah. Whoa. I was Wait, now was knowing, now knowing this, I was so underpaid, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> what was back, the billboard for? back in Pensacola, Pensacola sheriff. Uh, yeah, it was his first sheriff, and it was uh, two sheriffs on the billboard and just talking about oh god, it was so long ago, and I oh want to say god, it was about locking your doors. Like, oh, hey, lock your doors. Oh, maybe the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Department, where I'm from. Man, I have to go back because I can go find them like through like my InDesign files and like all of that. Oh, yeah, because I, I was dude. starting to try to do um, like contracted out work with like graphics and stuff like that it was Whoa. just it was just super tedious and i didn't like take it serious enough and i just stopped doing it but is it, is it sheriff morgan says lock your doors keep it yours wait i don't know i want to see what it looks like <laughs> is it green is the thumbnail green uh no or not like thumbnail. A, it's yellow and black yellow and black they I ripped you think. off jordan yeah i'll Man. find it i'm gonna find it and show get you guys. Royal, you should get royalties Please, every time someone doesn't lock their doors. <laughs> you should get and paid. And then you, you get the stuff that they lost yeah. when they don't lock their doors. My Come PO on. box is overflowing. Yeah, it's a perfect <laughs> scheme. It's a perfect racket. <laughs> All right. Um, Jordan, there's another thing we need to discuss here today. What could we okay. possibly have to talk about, Jake? <laughs> I see. I haven't seen this yet, but I'm on the YouTube studio side of the Corridor Crew channel right now. <laughs> and what I see is an ExpressVPN integration <laughs> for this weekend. And you know, I don't know. different. I, I don't know what Wait, I see here. Jake, you did that integration, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, I thought, I thought you did. I, did I thought I did this integration. Let me just let me just Hashtag take a pic- Battle of the Brands. So listen. <laughs> Oh man, what did you guys do? <laughs> Don't watch it, Jake. It's fine. They done me dirty. You did a good job, Jake. If you want your All night right. ruined, watch it. Okay, here here's the deal, croutons. Okay, you know how we had Wesley and Wesley Incorporated. Okay, and 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 you know it was about Wesley and Wesley was about you know looking Honor. out for each other. But then this whole thing came along so quick, and now this this J and J's. It's crumbling. Integrations. It's crumbling. And look, I'm just going to say this weekend, I don't know what's going to happen on the integrations on the videos. I just know 
something's brewing. And you guys gotta go watch the video and find out. Yeah. I mean, saying J and J, that implies you guys are working together. I thought we were. That's the thing. I thought we were I think I think we are. I think we're just we we rushed into this and we (laughs) need to just slow it down and really understand, you know, where we're coming from. It's it's like any relationship. Mm. Gotta take it slow, understand. Don't rush. You've uh, you've been with us for a while, and you know you've you've done a great job. But it's not personal. We're just we're just thinking of going in a different direction. Yeah, all. yeah, no. It's like I'm the old quarterback. <laughs> I, I'm the old quarterback. I get it. It's like, look, you know, on the office when Creed dyes <laughs> his hair. We've been you've been with us for <laughs> oh, ten no. years, and we've won two Super Bowls. Um, but you know, maybe it's time to start thinking about. You know how to how to keep those as memories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, buddy, you've sold a lot of Raycons, all right, and we really appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time. Here's a pair of Raycons. Put it in your box. <laughs> Put it in your box. Um, yeah, yeah. For anyone who hasn't been, uh, you know, watching the sponsored ads in our videos, Jordan has been uh, moving in on Jake's <laughs> Jake's oh. job here. And, Takes uh, a sip of beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting a bit spicy so so look out yeah, stay tuned out. We'll, we'll see how it that's develops all, here yeah that's um it's been a run i don't know what's gonna happen from here yeah i think it's gonna be a blast <laughs> i think i think in the next one i'm gonna have to bust out my influencer pajamas i think that's what's gonna have to happen uh-oh <laughs> all right man just don't careful not to burn out jake all right don't on influence out. don't over influence we'll send you okay? a robe though if you burn out, we'll send you a robe. You better. It is possible to over-influence. Griffin had to take off die. his robe. He got over-influenced. Dude, it was Dude. it was so warm. Griffin, do you yeah. have any goodies in the pockets of your robe? I'm curious because I have super. I have some real fun surprises. Maybe I, I have a magic card. Oh. It's a it's a basic <laughs> land card. It's a mountain. Oh, because okay, so Sam was wearing the coat before. I you. don't know. This is just what's in them. I, I did not. Put Why the hell them. is there a magic card? In nerf there? nerf darts. Of course. Oh. oh, you know what? Jan wore this. Jan wore this for sure. How many nerf darts do you have in there? Enough. It's like a whole pack. I have seven. It's enough seven to kill. Dirt, nerf darts. Sorry, so that wasn't I'm true. I'm just gonna put those back in for the next guy who needs to that use this. That would cost you like six bucks at Target to get true, all those man. nerf darts. I'm rich. Hmm. You're you're dart rich, dude. So, so we talked about the battle of the brands. What else is going around the studio here? What's what's new, guys? Well, okay. So next week, uh-huh. I'm excited about this, um, and we can talk more about this, uh, you know, as we get into things. Maybe even on the podcast next week. But Nick and I, for months, have been mm. eagerly developing research and development. You know, we've had we've had money out to third party firms. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had we've ha- we've we've done test groups okay you know how they like rate movies we've brought in sections of the public we've been testing this idea we're finally gonna do an avatar for me in the studio yeah we're bringing jake back guys he's gonna be a regular <laughs> cast member on the crew channel because you know living in texas it's hard for him to participate so it's yeah like people are taking my jobs now. Yeah. People are taking my job. I can't even, you know, I can't even get in on a meeting anymore. Yep. Uh, and so we just figured that it would be best if, like, we just made an avatar of me and it's constantly on. And then I yeah. can just access it anytime. P- precisely. And- It'll have audiovisual technology. Yeah. It'll have a physical, uh, let's just say, stature that, you know, commands respect. Yeah. And it also, if if we need... You know, we can always bring in a a thespian to to really thespian take yeah. on the it's Jake like persona. Sh- chef's um, kiss, you know, really convince people that it's me. Yeah, because what I don't want, you know, we talk about the uncanny valley in visual effects, right? And it's this it's this valley where you know it's not fake enough to disregard it, and it's not real enough to be believed. Well. You know, the same thing can happen with an avatar, and we mm-hmm. we want this avatar to look real. We want it to feel real. You know, we want to forget the people to forget that they're not actually talking to me physically present there, and just be talking to me. You know, I you know what I think it's going to be a great time. 
Uh, I'm interested to see like how the hair goes. Like, are you painting it? Is it gonna be a wig? Just we have a whole plan. Okay, there's. I'm just saying I had to go pick him up, and he was in pieces. That's just the the bones. That's that's just the. That's just the 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 foundation. Yeah, just that's raw like materials. saying I don't know how this yeah. bread is going to be. This flour it looks very like it doesn't look white enough. Like I don't right. know this flour, but you haven't even baked it. Okay. You haven't even right. baked it. It's right. just the yeah. flour. All right. All right. I'm just I'm Could, very ready for this. Give so us a we're chance. Turn it into a donut. It's going to be delicious. Can, so, can we have any any like any hints? Any breadcrumbs? Like when you say an avatar, are we talking like? Uh, are you talking like? More like uh, inanimate, like uh, an iPad on a Roomba, or more like it's always sunny, like a like a living being. Somewhere right in between. Great question, think, yeah. Griffin. Yeah, yeah it is. I, I, we've discussed that quite a bit, and um, we're gonna try a few a few ideas and do and some A/B the, testing in the studio. Yeah, and we'll see what works best. You know, we'll, maybe mm-hmm. we'll do another test group. We'll see yeah. who's like most comfortable with which design. And then, uh, you know, we'll kind of settle on it. If people just get freaked I thought, out. Uh, yeah, I mean, one thing that I'm excited for is bringing in uh, the son, Brett Driver. Yeah. He, 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 he's going to be, you know, I think taking on the role of Jake in, in the physical sense uh, yeah. for this project. So anyway, stay tuned. That'll be a fun video. Um, you know, I think we can find a way to you know, have Jake living in Texas yet still keep his presence here in the studio more than it has been. Cause who knows, he might not be doing brand deals very much anymore. <laughs> and I, you know, we want to prepare for that. He said I wasn't I prepared didn't... for it, but you know, you got to adapt. Life is about <laughs> adaptation. You know, survival is about adaptation. Um, and just yeah. like I adapted in, you know, I don't think it's going to happen, but if I need to adapt out, listen, if, if somebody can do it better than me, then I, I'm happy to say, you know, that's the way it is. For sure. Got well, heavy. you know, Jordan might be coming for your, your brand job, Jake, but there's someone coming for Jordan's name <laughs> next week, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also happening next week. Yeah, it's okay. a lot. Yeah. Uh, a lot. So this is another another inside, another Truton info. Um, Jordan Allen, who was with us in a few videos ago what, what video was it um, yeah yeah the, the, yeah the clint houdini render challenge That's right. um so he's coming in he's coming in to work with us um, and i'm super excited about it but it also presents presents an interesting predicament what do we do with jordan here there's two jordans in the studio yeah. <laughs> what was that, Griffin? Beans. Griffin, yeah, Griffin does have a really, you know what? And I don't hate the idea at all. Beans. So Griffin wants to have one of them be called Beans. <laughs> it sounds nothing like Jordan. One of them. Yeah, Only I think we should them. do a rock paper scissors for it. Oh snap! I lo- I mean I share rock, your paper, your fantasy of having just someone in the studio called beans <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, how cool. it hey, sounds beans. like he has street cred already yeah i kind of like it no I'm, I'm gonna be knife knife <laughs> i'm gonna be knife okay maybe when we hire another griffin <laughs> good luck honestly if, if you find another griffin to hire him on here we did bring in another matt that was crazy that was crazy yeah. matt, jordan matt. is not jordan is not nearly as common as matt and yeah, we found true. a jordan so yeah We've had some really cool guests like hanging around here the last month. Yeah, man, it's been a lot of really cool people. It's been kind of cool. New energy. All of our dead souls here. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You mean all of our chill souls? Chill, so chill that they think we're dead. Punching in the time card. Really chill. Okay, couple other things that's happening. Ren has a solar panels video that's coming out. Oh yeah, the the, the scale of solar panels to power the universe. Or to power Earth, or maybe just the the U.S. I don't know what his parameters are. Yeah, it's all of Earth. But I'm very excited for it. Him and Matt already shot a lot of it, and it's in the edit right now. And then uh, Ren's getting more photography for it this week. Um, Just some B-roll and stuff. And uh, then we have a very special React guest whose name will not be named at this time. Yep. Uh, Looking forward to that. Yep, Wait, very much looking forward that? to that. And then um, in September, mm-hmm. Mr. Luke LaFontaine is coming back, and we are doing a sword fight style. This is what real sword fights would look like style fight. 
yeah uh, so with him so i'm very excited for that and it's finally then, it's finally time to let him coordinate his perfect sword fight that's after right reacting to so many and after talking about it with him okay so seriously though when luke the first time we worked with luke was in 2016 and he was talking about doing a video like this then so this has kind of been brewing for some years for the opportunity to do something like this so um, wow. this is our chance and Heck yeah uh, yeah and part of that video i'm not gonna i'm not sure how much if i'm like overstepping here but all i'm gonna say is that we have the coolest new camera Yes. That's literally all I'll say. That's I'm all saying, you can say right no, now. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say more. <laughs> but I will also say that this camera is going to change everything. And, like, for real, we, we've made, like, a couple perfect camera videos, and I look forward to geeking out about this more. This is the 2021 update. It's it's the 2021 update without all the separate components. It's just right. all in one. And the thing is, like, think about what a camera is in your mind. It's the opposite of that. So just going to leave it there. But be excited because this thing's cool. It's a package deal. It's an audio only device. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to change everything. Yeah. Sorry, I need to take a chill pill here. Go back. And then uh, after that, (sighs) this is mid-September. We are, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give a firm date on this yet, but we are currently on pace to release Son of a Dungeon mid-September. And as if we stay Woo! on that pace until mid-September, we will be releasing Son of a Dungeon mid-September. Um, so, My bone phone's like holy that. crap, guys. One year in development. That's crazy. A new look into D&D. So, yeah, for all those out there who are saying we, we didn't, we didn't, we're not doing anything narrative anymore, I got eight hours of narrative content coming your way on corridordigital.com. So thank you very much. Eight hours. That's why Dude, I'm you. taking over the brand deal so you have time for this. That's right, yeah. So I have time to prep season two. Yeah. <laughs> the Son of a Dungeon is like high key, I think. like It's like one of the coolest things I've ever worked on. It's insane. Dude, I can't it's wait to so watch cool. it. I've seen nothing. <laughs> I've seen nothing. Oh, yeah. You Dude. really haven't. And I, I don't even watch D&D stuff, but like... Now I want to. Na- exactly. Like I'm looking well, forward you know, to it. it is it's D and it's D and D's narrative. So even though we cut out all the fat, you know, it is there is a little bit of a slow burn, but it 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 means that as it progresses, you get more and more hooked on what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's that's kind of like that's what makes it good because when you're looking to watch that type of content, you're not looking for like, oh, give me 15 minutes of like you jumping out of an airplane, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's like this is this is a story and you want to get into it. You want to sink your teeth into it and spend yeah. time with the characters. And that's exactly uh, what this does. Can't wait. Definitely Hell makes yeah. you want to start playing. Oh, we should. We should just start doing like casual. We were doing game. that on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Really? We, we had an office D&D thing and then COVID happened. Yeah. Um, that was when Griffin first started here. I think a lot of people who, because like, well, maybe I won't speak for other people, but I'll speak for myself. When before I started playing D and D, I was really intimidated by it because I was like, "Oh, there's all these stats, there's all these yeah. things you got to learn." Once you actually sit down and play your first round of D and D, you realize it's just wizard themed gambling, and you just sit around <laughs> with your friends, you I play craps with your friends, and you talk <laughs> mad shit, and you're like, "My wizard blew up your goblin," <laughs> and they're like, "Cool, here, eat some pizza." Like. <laughs> It's so casual, dude. It's so much fun. Pizza's a must. Wizard-themed gambling. I've never heard it put like that. But it, <laughs> it's it is hilarious. It is not an inept description by any stretch. That's going to be our D&D t-shirt. Wizard-themed gambling. <laughs> Son of a Play dungeon. some wizard crap to eat some pizza. <laughs> wow. Man. Um, well, this was super chill. I think Nick's about to fall asleep. I Look know. I mean... Nick, this has been real nice. Was that? Was that too loud? Was, oh, what, did my what, decibels wake up, get son. too loud? Yeah, can, can you please take a penal reclination I, I in your chair? I think that me? you went over the decibel count. Um, I want to see you recline me. right now. Okay. There if you go you over go. the decimal count again, I'm taking Squarespace. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it chill, guys. Hey, hey, ch- that's not okay. How dare you, Jordan? <laughs> Jordan has how a dare next you even, How dare oh. you even hint at that? 
Jake that's has like, a Squarespace shirt that he listen, made. That's like taking my child, okay? That's like taking my child. You can, oh. you can come after Vessies, okay? You can come after Raycon. But don't you dare. Don't you dare take my beautiful award-winning templates with 24-7 customer service. I see a lot of squares around here. <sighs> Just want to throw out that we, we value all of our brand partners equally. <laughs> <laughs> Especially Manscaped. Thanks to them for sponsoring this episode. And, uh, you know. And if I could, I would take this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I would take Manscaped from you, too. <laughs> Oh yeah, Griffin was like, should um, we just have a video of my back getting shaved? <laughs> it would have been funny, and I would have gotten a free back shaving, so. It's, you know, people don't realize, for those who have hairy backs, it's not very convenient to shave them yourself, so. Do you need, like, a... Oh, an extended you razor. need a sword. Yeah. Like an extender? An extended razor. Maybe Manscaped has a, has a solution to that. Yeah. Click the link in the bio to find out more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> find out how you can get how much? 20% off your first purchase, Jordan. 20% off your first purchase. Don't tell I me all the details because I might. Promo code cord or cast. Dude, I high-key need a new beard trimmer, so I might. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I might <laughs> check out that promo code. <laughs> it's, no, it's this legit. sponsored. It's legit. Oh, it is. It's legit. <laughs> precision, precision blades, premium engineering. It's even got a 4,000 Kelvin LED light on it. Are you going to put this as part of the integration? Uh, No, I already did the integration. I'm just reciting the talking points at this point. (laughs) You can see whether this is on or not from space. (laughs) That that is not part of the product description, but it should be. Disclaimer. All right. I think we're done here. That was a chill cast. Um, Chill. Man. You guys so have chill. anything, any other last words before we chill out? Before we chill on out of here? I just hope everyone has a really chill t- Tuesday evening. <laughs> Nick, get the thumb, the thumb guitar. Play <clears throat> us out. <clears throat> All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Catch us next week here on the Chill Cast or maybe another game of Spyfall or maybe you know, deep insights into the future of AI next time on Corridor Cast. Mm. That's a cut.